we may have our seats for a while. Um, you know, the COVID lockdown and all those things that happened made us not to be around. When what happened, happened. Praise the Lord. If it were possible for me to swim across the Atlantic, <laughs> I would have done so. But you know, it was not really possible. We couldn't come. We couldn't make it. It was painful. You know, even when the illness was there, I would have come down. When the sun was dead, I traveled down just for the wedding. Not to talk of, you know, when it was the state it was in. But one way or the other, we couldn't come. And um, we were there, wishing that the best would happen here. And by the grace of God, everything was well taken care of by this great ministry. I salute you. Praise the Lord. You know, so after the lockdown over and the visa, our passports expired during the lockdown. I know new rules, new regulations. That we thank God. Normally we go to the, they will say, please, your visa is ready. Go and collect it at DHL. This around the rules change a little. They say, please come to the embassy. We went there. And they say, okay, come and collect your visa in eight days' time. And then we got it. Praise the Lord. And here we are. Praise the Lord. And when we arrived, the first thing we did, we didn't tell Pastor Angela, I told my children here that as we arrive here, we are going nowhere apart from to the cemetery. So we didn't tell her, as we arrived straight away from the airport, we drove to the cemetery. Anyway, we uh, we surrounded where he was buried, and we sang, and we gave glory to God. Praise the Lord for a life well spent, a life well worth spent. His signature is here on planet Earth forever and ever. No one can erase it. The lies want to Christ. Life here is temporary. And all of us will make heaven one day. He has given us a platform to make heaven. And this platform is the ministry he has started. May we never neglect this platform. <sighs> Praise the Lord. So from there, we drove in to meet Pastor Angela. And um, we, we had a nice time. And um, I told her, I'm, going to, I'm coming here to worship. I really come here to preach. I said, I'm coming here to worship. Praise the Lord. And then see her and see my children go back to Nigeria. So I said, I was coming last Sunday. Really, I was here with my wife to worship. Then she had said, when we are today, I'm going to preach. I said, is that so? Anyway, I can't, I can't refuse an offer to give food to God's people. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So here 
we are. And uh, I try and be telling us nice things about the ministry. And we are happy that the work is stable. You've made it stable. You've made the work to continue. You've made it to stand. You've given this lady courage. And please, we salute you. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So, we stand with her, stand with you. To make sure that this world goes on and on. Anywhere, anywhere, anywhere. As you expand and as you do your medicals, wherever you are going to do it, even if not in our ministry, our people will be there to support you. To make sure that everything goes on fine. Because the kingdom of God is the same. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So I say thank you so much. And I really want to say again thank you and thank you. We love you all. I want to thank you for all you did. I couldn't make it for my daughter's wedding. You know, to see how serious it was during the COVID. My last born, my daughter wedded. And the pastor, good luck, joined her in the wedding. And we couldn't make it because of the lockdown. But you stood there like our American family. Praise the Lord. It was painful watching through Zoom, you know, your own daughter wedding. Where you see, it was joyful that she was in safe health. And thank you so much for all you did. The showers and all, we say, thank you. We love you. God bless you all. I think uh, I would like to call on my girl of 30-something years. My very wife. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Praise God. You know, so please say something. Praise the Lord. Amen. Somebody shout hallelujah. I just want to say that we love you all. We cannot really say it enough. We really want to appreciate you all for all that you have been doing and all that you will continue to do. Uh, pastor Goodluck was your pastor. He was our brother. And Pastor Angela is our sister. She's your pastor. She's our sister. So we, we are all sharing them. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So we really appreciate you for everything you have done in standing by her and uh, in standing for the kingdom of God. May the Lord bless you all. In Jesus' name. Can I hear a big amen? Love you. Spirit of the living God, speak to us. Bless us this day. And let us live here never the same. In Jesus' name. Amen. Somebody shout a big hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'd like to speak on a message I've titled The Covenant Conscious Mind. The Covenant Conscious Mind. Covenant. C-O-V-E-N-A-N-T. Conscious. Mind. 
the covenant conscious mind. Now, I believe that if you have a grandfather and this grandfather, your grandparents made a will and in the will they wrote that all our grandchildren are entitled to a hundred million dollars cash and then with some properties scattered all over the place businesses here and there per child and by the time they were living planet earth they've had ten grand children hundred million dollars guaranteed would you like to be in a situation like that <laughs> praise the lord praise the lord and then with properties you know houses in Houston in Los Angeles businesses here and there all guaranteed and then you are the grandchildren but there is something they wrote a will the will was so lengthy this very will that they wrote perhaps 500 pages that contain the details of your inheritance about 500 pages that contain the details of what is due to you and then the now said okay they are firstborn can tamper with the will and make it better make it what better now mind you the grandparents wrote the will apart from other properties a hundred million dollars cash guaranteed oh my god and then they said okay let their firstborn tamper with the will but the tampering is for your good to make the will what to make it what better and now what this their firstborn did in tampering with the will to make it better it now turned out that it turned out to be perhaps 1000 pages 1,000 what? Pages. Now, for you to really enjoy this will, for you to be a beneficiary of this will, you are supposed to go through it line by line. Perhaps reading it every three months as a condition. As what? A condition. Will you do that? Will you do that? Oh, <laughs> somebody shout a big hallelujah. hallelujah. Someone shout a loud hallelujah. hallelujah. Why we do that? Because your mind is conscious, isn't it? Conscious of the fact that I've got an inheritance, powerful inheritance, great inheritance in wealth, in properties, in everything they can think about. So, you are going to dig your head into that very well. Know what it is. So that no one is going to cheat you out of the will. 
you will study. You will want to know it. Because your knowing the will is what is going to guarantee what you will get out of it. And I tell you, I am not going to miss a chicken bone out of that inheritance. <laughs> so there was a man by name David. You know, he appeared into this scene as a teenager. As a teenager, he already knew so much about the will, the covenant, the agreement. Like God, like your grandfather made an agreement to give you a hundred dollars each as the grandchildren. A covenant, an agreement. David as a teenager, he was already so covenant-minded, agreement-minded to the extent that even as a teenager, his whole mentality was the agreement, the covenant. So, in 1 Samuel chapter 17, we see the battle between David and Goliath. Fierce battle. A giant, a field marshal, more than a general, tested in war. He had fought so many battles all his life. Now, we see as we go through that very place, that scripture. When you get home, read the whole of 1 Samuel chapter 17. It will bless you indeed. Now, we see the battle between both of them. This was a professional coming to fight a young boy who had only fought a lion and a bear. The battle was fierce. Things were tough. But something that surprised me is that Saul, who was the president of the country and commander-in-chief of the army and his soldiers and the other Israelites, they were part of the agreement. Mind you, your grandfather made what? An agreement. This agreement also involved Saul. It also involved all the others. That when you go to battle, no one will defeat you. But now, it so, it so much happened that the other people, they were not agreement-minded. They were not covenant-minded. So when problems came, when trouble came, when Goliath came and roared, they fled. They ran away. This young boy came. God directed his footsteps to be at the right place at the right time. And I pray for you that God will direct your footsteps this very year. Into the right place at the right time. And something significant will happen to your life. If you please shout a big hallelujah. If you please shout a big hallelujah. I say something good will happen to you. Something great will happen to you. Something marvelous will come your way. The Lord that will serve will direct your full steps. And you will step into something that will bring about a change of story in your life. Can we say a big amen? So... David went in at the right time. So what's going on here? He saw what was going on. He told him, say, come on. In verse 26 of 1 of, uh, Samuel chapter 17, 
So then David, verse 26 of 1 Samuel chapter 17. Then David spoke to the man who stood by him, saying, What shall be done for the man who kills this Philistine? And takes away the reproach from Israel. For who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the Lord? Living God. Now, that word uncircumcised Philistine means this man that has no covenant with God. You know, circumcision was what? The sign of what? The covenant. Who is this man that has no covenant with God? Who is he? We are covenant children. We have an agreement with God for God to protect us from poverty. God to protect us from robbery. God to protect us from trouble. God to protect us and grant us peace. Who is this man who has come to disturb our peace? Who is he? Who is this uncircumcised Philistine? In verse 36, again, he repeated that word. In verse 36 of that same place, of 1 Samuel chapter 17, he repeated it. He said, your servant has killed, was not giving the testimony. What God had done for him in the past. Let me tell you something. When things are tough for you, always remember what he had done for you well in the past. That is how to be a grateful child of God. Not only crying about what has not happened, but when you are grateful about life, when you are grateful about where you are, promotion will come your way. Somebody shout a big hallelujah. Someone shout a big hallelujah. So, David relied on the power of testimony. Then he testified, Your servant has killed both lion and bear. And this uncircumcised listen, that is, this man that has no word, covenant with the living God, will be like one of them. Seeing he has defied the armies of the living God. So, David went to that very battle on the power of the covenant. Covenant minded. And when you read the book of Psalms, he said, he said, he said, be mindful of what his covenant. David made reference to the covenant many, many times in the book of Psalms. Be mindful, be mindful, keep it in your mind. When things go off, know that there is a covenant a keeper that you have with, with the Almighty. Someone shout a big hallelujah. As you go, man, as you read, find out that the other man also Goliath, he came to David. In the name of the gods he had made a covenant with. <laughs> from verse 48, let's see from verse 48 what happened right there. From verse 48 of that verse. So David said, Goliath, Bible said, he said, Goliath cursed David by the name of his gods. Covenant against what? Covenant. You see, I was last week, uh, the, uh, uh, I follow football as a hobby, soccer as a hobby. Last week, the captain of one of the national football teams, you know, he was saying, he has retired now as a captain, he was saying that if I, almost all his life, they used supernatural power to back them up in their football career. You know, so he said so. I, I also, years ago, a top player who played for AC Milan and uh, Inter Milan, top clubs in Italy, he said, who don't know that the supernatural power used by some, some footballers? Who doesn't know? But what came out last week was this very captain of a national team. He had played here and there, but he was so careful. He said, he said, he said, he said when he played in, um, in Turkey, when he played soccer in Turkey, he said before, before 
at the beginning of the season, they will slaughter a sheep as a sacrifice. And then, when you play the other country, so before every march, they will slaughter a goat as a sacrifice. That is, they are into what? A covenant. The owners of the clause, they are into a covenant with a demon. I pray that in your place of work, you will not be like Saul and those other soldiers that ran away as if they have no covenant with God. Because this is what we have. Many of us, we go to our workplace as if we are ordinary. As if we are not ordinary. Let me tell you something. The day you became born again, you were initiated into the new covenant. It was an initiation ceremony. David was covenant conscious. Covenant minded. Let me tell you. Any who is covenant minded, your faith rises. And the power behind the covenant works for you. Moves for you. Next doors will open for you. Automatically. Somebody shout a big hallelujah. hallelujah. What covenant am I talking about? In Genesis chapter 15. Genesis chapter 15. You know, after Adam missed it. After Adam missed it. Bible tells us, Genesis chapter 15, 8 to 10. Adam should have been the father of the human race. But he missed it. You know, so... Abraham was not picked as the new father of the human race. Like I tell people, there are four fathers that you've got to be attached to. Four what? Fathers. Number one, our father where? In heaven. Then he gave us that particular name to use. The second father is father who? Abraham. No more father Adam. Father who? Abraham. Now Jesus talked about how, you know, the Lazarus was in Abraham's world, bosom. You know, Father Abraham. Then, the third father is your spiritual overseer. Your spiritual father. You know, Paul said, you may have 10,000 instructors who teach you. You hear from TV. But how many fathers? One word, father. Your spiritual overseer here. Then your fourth father is who? Your physical father. And if your physical father is not good, the, the, the ways of God, then you just have to have a human father who cancels you. So, desire. So, now, Abraham was not picked as what? The father of the human race. God said, I know him. I know him. I pray that from today, God will speak of you, that he knows you. Amen. Somebody shout a big hallelujah. hallelujah. So, in Genesis chapter 15, verses 8 to 10. Verses 8 to 10. Abraham, after God promised Abraham... He said, Lord, how shall I know that I will inherit this? That all this will be mine? So he said to him, bring me a three-year-old heifer. That is a three-year-old cow. A cow. A three-year-old female goat. A three-year-old ram. A turtle dove. And a young what? Pigeon. How many animals? Three what? Animals. Then how many birds? Two birds. A female what? Cow. What again? Can we look at the what is what is there? What is it? A female what? Cow. That the haifa. Haifa means a female cow. A three-year-old what? Female what? Goats. Then what again? A three-year-old what? Ram. A turtle dove and what again? A young pigeon. He said, "Bring these." Then he brought them. 
Then look at verse 9. Verse 9 says, Then he brought all these to him, and cut them in two, down the middle, and placed each piece opposite the other. But he did not cut the best in two. In two. Now, what was being done here was, in those days in Israel, you know, under the Jewish tradition, well, what used to happen? In those days, under the Jewish tradition, when you want to go into a covenant, this was what was done. So, God was now using the language they could understand. So, the animals called, let's take it that these people here, you represent what? Half of what the animals. And these people here, half of the other animals. So, the animals called, into how many parts? How many parts? Two parts. Part here, part there. Then with the birds, not caught at all. So when the covenant was being made, like if I borrow a million dollars, say, hey, can you, sir, give me a million dollars and lend me a million dollars, and you are, you are not sure that I'll be able to pay back, you can say, let us go into a covenant. Let's make a covenant then. I, that is borrowing the money, after they've cut the animals into two, I will now pass in between these two things. And then begin to say, if I fail to pay you, I will put curses on my head. Let it not be well with me. Let me go mad before such as that. As I am passing through and pronouncing curses on my head. Things that should happen to me if I fail to do what to pay. And once I say such things, the spirit strength takes note of it. So, you know how covenants were made in those days. So God, had to, God now came and then began to speak in a language that they could do what? Understand. Let's make a covenant. And then we are told in verse 17. After Abraham caught the animals, in verse 17, look at it. And it came to pass when the sun went down and it was dark, that behold, there appeared a smoking oven and a burning torch that passed between those pieces. This time around, it was not I, the junior partner, who is borrowing, that is passing through God himself. He passed in between the pieces. Oh my God. Somebody shout a big hallelujah. Someone shout a loud hallelujah. And then verse 18 now says, On the same day, the Lord made what? A covenant with Abraham, saying, so, God, because no one will feel to swear. Say, he swore by himself. That in that I will bless you. And I will bless you and bless your seed forever and ever. Then, so that was the... If you don't know about this covenant, you will not understand the life of David. You will not understand Christianity. That is the covenant that God made with our father was Abraham and his children forever and ever. I assure you in this very house. Are they here? Abraham's children here. Yes. If you are here, shout, I am here. Yes. Shout a big hallelujah. Yes. Then, in Exodus chapter 24, 6 to 8, his physical children gathered again. 6 to 8, Exodus 24, 6 to 8, his physical children gathered again. As they gathered, Bible says, and Moses took half the blood and put it in basins and half the blood is sprinkled on the altar. On the altar. Then he threw the book Covenant and read in the hearing of the people, and they said, All oh, that the Lord has said, who will do and be obedient. Verse 8 now said, And Moses took the blood, sprinkled it on the people, and said, This is the blood of what? The covenant which the Lord has made with you, according to all these. So if you keep to that, He will bless you. Praise the Lord. So we call that the old word covenant. Am I right? Am I right? The old word covenant. Now, 
In Jeremiah 31, from verse 31 33, God said, No, these people, they are not able to keep to the covenant. I will make a new covenant with them and put my laws where in their hearts. Jeremiah chapter 1, 31, from 31 to 33, a new covenant. And then, really, really, once upon a time, the Son of God stepped upon planet Earth and became the lamb that was sacrificed for the new world covenant. And in Mark chapter 14, 22 to 24, Mark 14, 22 to 24, and as they were eating, Jesus took bread, blessed and broke it, and gave to them and said, Take eat, this is my body. Verse 23 now says, Then he took the cup, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, and they all drank of it. And he said to them, This is my blood of the new world, of the new world, of the new world, which is said for who? For many. Someone shout a big hallelujah. So how many covenants so far have we talked about? How many? The one with who? Abraham. The fifth one then again with who? By Moses. Then with who? Jesus. All this to reinforce the power of the promise that God made to Father who? Abraham. Then, in Galatians chapter 3, verse 13, Galatians 3, 13 and 14 and 29, you know, the Bible says, say, Christ has redeemed us from the cause of what? Of the law. Be made a cause for us. For it is written, cause is everyone that who hangs on a tree. Now look at what happened at Calvary through Jesus Christ. How we now condemned to become Abraham's children. The verse 14 says, that what? The blessing of who? Abraham might come upon who? The Gentiles, the Americans, the Indians. Oh my God. Is somebody happy about this? So not only the physical Jews alone. Oh, what a glorious covenant it is. Someone scream hallelujah. That the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles. Then verse 29 now says that if you are a Christian. Verse 29 says, if you be what? If you are who? Christ. Then who are you? Abraham's what? Oh, come. Are they in this house? Are they in this house? Are they in this house? Can you rise and say, I'm Abraham's seed? Say it loud. Say it loud. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You see, the Jews, the physical Jews, they are so conscious of this. So conscious of it, of their Abrahamic covenant. So when you see a Jew, I like to meet that, you know, when you see some of them, like one of them was asked one day, come, why are your people naturally prospering? I have a book known as The Startup Nation. You know, I have a book again, The Jewish Phenomenon. And that's again. I studied them because they make the top, wherever they are, they are over there. I went to Antwerp and I was shocked what I saw at Antwerp. There is no diamond in Antwerp, but Antwerp in Belgium is the diamond capital of the world. Controlled by who? By Jews. When, why are your people like this? They say poverty is not part of the covenant that God made with our father Abraham. Hmm. Somebody shout hallelujah. Poverty. Poverty. Poverty is not part of the covenant that God made with my father, Abraham. Shout hallelujah. Shout hallelujah. Shout hallelujah. So now we should be covenant or covenant minded. Without this covenant mindedness, you will not have peace. Isaiah 26 3 says, You will keep it in perfect world. 
priest whose mind is stayed on him, on the covenant. Oh my God. Are you following someone? You see, you will cry your eyes out, wet your pillows, use so many ankies, and this so what to, to clear your tears. If you are not covenant what mine then Jesus came. He said, My peace I live with you. Not as the world lives. See, he will keep you what in perfect peace, whose mind is set on thee, on the covenant. When there is problem, you go to the covenant. This is why we must read. Praise the Lord. Someone shout a big hallelujah. When, what does the covenant say? The agreement by my grandfather. That he said, me as a grandson, I should have this. What does he say about this part of my life? When you go to the book, let me tell you, an answer is there. I tell you, this Bible contains what? The old and what? New what? Old and new what? Covenant. In your hand, you are holding the old agreement and the new word agreement that God made with you. Amen. Hallelujah, somebody. Amen. The old word agreement, the old testament, the new testament, the old agreement, the old covenant for your good. And in this, you have more than a hundred million dollars as your inheritance. Someone shout a big hallelujah. Somebody shout a loud hallelujah. Someone shout a powerful hallelujah. You see, my, I'm at peace. I'm at peace. And I'm not joking about it. When you have a ministry, and now we, we, you, 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 you have a ministry, and then you, know, you, 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 you get reports from the other part of Nigeria where you know, certain stuff is going on right there, and then you have pastors that you need to take care of, and there are many, and you are at peace. Then you know that, yes, God has really given you peace. I tune to the peace of what of the covenant. What has the covenant got to say about this one? There is a problem. This book has the answer. This is the agreement that God made between him and who? And who? And who? And you. May you know the terms. When you know the terms, say, he will keep him in perfect what? Peace. Whose mind is stayed on him. Because what? He trusts in him. We don't have peace because we don't know what this book says. We don't go about it. At a stage, at a stage in my life, by now, if I, go, if I read 20 chapters a day, that is, I'm lazy. Thank God for, thank God for, for this also. I add all this. I'm having my bath, I'm hearing the word of the covenant. Praise the Lord. Someone shout a big hallelujah. 20 chapters a day, please, I'm what lazy. I've got to know. For the more you know, the more it works for you. And the Bible tells us that Jesus Christ, what is he doing for you right now? Yes, we have been told so much about what, what he did for us on the cross of Calvary. But what is he doing for you right now? The Bible tells us in Hebrews 4.14 that he has gone to the heavens as our high priest. And say he's our mediator, the mediator of the new covenant. Hebrews chapter seven verse twenty-two says he is the surety of the new covenant. Hebrews chapter seven verse seventy-two says twenty-two. He's what the surety. Am I pronouncing it very surety? As what the guarantor, the word the surety of the new world covenant. Who is a surety? Who is a surety? A surety is an agreement is made between who. Two people say, I stand to make sure that it works. Are you following? He is the guarantor. The shorty, then the mediator. When a covenant is made, 
the spiritual force is released to make sure that it works. And I tell you that Jesus Christ of Nazareth has gone as a high priest into the heavenlies and is there as a guarantor to make sure that if you want a good wife or a good husband and you really want, he will guarantee that you will have one. Someone shout a big hallelujah. Someone shout a loud hallelujah. He just said, if I will never have, I will not mess up with poverty. That poverty is not part of the covenant. He's there to make sure that he guarantees. If you are going to cry and cry and cry, then the guarantee will have nothing to guarantee. You have to do it in faith. When you trust him, he steps in and he works for you. Someone shout a big hallelujah. Somebody shout a hallelujah. There may be a few cases of, like, you know, Apostle Paul, who had a son in the flesh, and he prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed. God said, come on, no, leave this very well. I, I'm not going to heal you of this. I'm not going to tell leave it, don't talk about this alone. I know there are certain things that happen that might have also happened to our brother, Pastor. Good luck. Say, come on, leave my servant alone. I want to take you home. Where are you? Where God knows better. Praise the Lord. There may be a few exceptions like that, but generally, I speak to you that when things go bad in your head, go to the covenant giver. By his right, I am here. Someone shout a big hallelujah. With long life, I will satisfy you. Oh, are you following somebody? These are all terms of the covenant. They are there for you. Read it. Let it fill your mind. Be covenant-minded. And once you are covenant-minded, I tell you, when you step into a place, the door will open for you. Someone shout a big hallelujah. Are we happy, somebody? Shout a louder hallelujah. Shout a louder hallelujah. I round up by talking about a friend of mine. You know, he's, he's, uh, he's one of the big bishops, archbishops in Nigeria today. So he came to preach in our ministry some years ago. He told us something that he passed through. He said it was so painful to him. He told the whole congregation. He said in the 80s, uh, some Americans, you are, you are very kind people, you know. Americans, they are so kind. They've been so good to helping Africa as far as the gospel is concerned. And I salute you for that. Praise the Lord. So, so Americans saw him that hey, this man has some potentials. Let's help him to rise. So they now pay the sticker to come to America to, to make him to have more exposure. So this was in the 80s to the gospel. You know, when the gospel was really so hot here in, in, the, in the U.S. So they paid his flight. Then he traveled to the U.S. He boarded the, the plane from Lagos. And then he arrived America. And then, I know matter, I read about it, but it happened to this very man. As he arrived, they said, how was the food? He said, I didn't eat. He said, why? And he said, I bought some uh, crackers that I could afford. So, what happened? So, I didn't have money to eat. God, the ticket that you sent, you know, there was no, no money for me to buy food. And in my ministry, we could not raise money for me to buy food in the aircraft. He said, no! I'm not, I'm, I'm telling a real life story. He said, no! No, the ticket included food and everything. Oh my God. Oh my God. I say, Christ has paid the price. He has bought the ticket for you. Someone say, big amen. The ticket is both ways. For him to prosper here on earth. Amen, somebody. And then the most powerful eternal life to make heaven. A ticket, both sides of it. Earth, enjoyment, and where again? To make that, to make what? Heaven. May you never miss this ticket. Purchase for you in full. You will enjoy it. You will ride on it. 
earth here is temporary. We shall meet in heaven. We shall meet good luck in heaven. We shall meet Father Abraham in heaven. Someone say big heaven. And I hope to meet you here in heaven. But that is conditional. And the condition is this. You have to do what? Know what is where? In the agreement. As your inheritance. Ladies and gentlemen, this is all I've got to share with you today. That from today on, join me. Let us be covenant word minded. And cannot be covenant minded when you don't know the terms of the covenant. Read it. Read it. And then the Bible tells us that it becomes the God. Say, as many as are governed, as are led by the Spirit of what God, they are who? They are the sons of who? Of God. As many as are led, as are governed, by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Today, I pray that a new hunger will come right into you. A hunger to be thirsty for the covenant, the times of the covenant, and for you to be a success on earth here and to make heaven. Someone shout a big amen. Can we rise on our feet with a great clap of on our King? Somebody shout hallelujah. Someone shout hallelujah. Someone shout hallelujah. If you are here, and like I said, you know, being born again is the initiation into the new covenant. The initiation, I put joint calls through initiation. If you're here and you are not into, you are just on your own. You don't know Christ. You want to be part of this covenant and be a child of Abraham, authentic. Not placebo. Not what? Placebo, but what? Because you can feel good by placebo. Authentic. If you are here, you want to be his real child. Please, can you put up your hands? Want to give your life? Put up your hands, please. Uh, put up your hands. You are here, really want to submit to him and say, Yes, I want it to be my father from today. Put up your hands. Put up your hands, please. Yes. Can you come forward, sir? If your hand is up, come forward. If your hand is up, come forward. Yes, if your hand is up, is that, you, yeah, come forward. Come forward, sir, yes, come forward. Yes, sir, yes. In the other hand, that was up, please come forward. Thank you, sir. Now, the Bible tells us that over one soul that makes a U-turn, they enjoy in heaven. But the day you make your ten billion dollars, there is no joy in heaven. It's normal. I pray for you that as you have stepped out to this, sir, the spirits of the living God will be your governor as from today. Yeah. Entering your human spirits and the new you coming up, and a hunger filling you, a hunger for Christ. Today, Saturday, a new journey that in death you will not die in death. Do not die in death. Instead, you will transform and from here make heaven. May you succeed in this journey. In Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord. Yeah, let, 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 yeah, let, me, let me meet you. Yeah, let me pray for you. Lord, I, I lay my hands on this man. That Lord, let his hand be filled with power. Go and succeed. In Jesus' name. Amen. Someone shout a big hallelujah. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, the, uh, the guy is smiling. Somebody stop telling me, I am. Stop telling me, I am a covenant child. 
I am a covenant child. I will read the terms of the covenant, old and new. From today, O Lord, you have a covenant keeper in me. I love you. Thank you. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. How many of you have been touched by that today? How many of you are ready to grab a hold of the covenant of God? Use it. Understand it. Lord, right now. Great message. Great message to the Lord. You may be seated for a moment. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Well, I tell you what. We have been blessed today with such a powerful message from the Lord. And as a servant, this is a, a servant that is worthy of his hire and we want to honor, honor the Bishop Lord today, and him today as he's come and given to us. Now we want to give to him to be able to use for his ministry that he has there in Africa, and to be able to minister to them, Lord, whatever they're doing, that God would just bless them bountifully. And I believe that God is going to use us to meet a need in their life, whatever that need is, that God will use that to do. So how many of you came this morning, hopefully prepared? Ushers, if you would, come. I guess... Where are they? Did I lose all my ushers? They must be still counting the money from the we had the first offering. Praise the Lord. We'll take care of this. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, here. You got it, girl. You got it. You got it. All right. All right. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Ah, they're coming. We have plenty of time. The Lord is good. Praise the Lord. Got some over here, Mike. I want to encourage all of you, if you would, to, Pastor Angel said about coming to Sunday school, I want to invite all